find uh, your party, your characters in the city of Limestone, which used to be called Kingston, and there is a revolution afoot, but now it just looks simply like anarchy. There is tear gas surrounding uh, like an like a low-hanging toxic weather system. There is gunshots uh, being fired in the air. Buildings are being broken into and looted, and some Xenos are also running around wildly along with trucks, uh, causing all manner of chaos here. And as we join the party that we've been introduced to, of the enforcer named Alexi, of the, um, well, the man from the south with his daughter, Jonas and Sarah, and uh, the resident, uh, Sinyi, uh, who I will be playing for the first half of this evening. You have all bumped into each other uh, twice uh, now, uh, as you are now on the west side of Limestone. Um, Jonas and Alexi, Jonas particularly, you dispatched of four regulators, who are the people who are rebelling right now, uh, deadly dispatched them, killed two outright. Uh, and Alexei, uh, as is your fashion, you stop one for for questioning uh, as you let them escape. Uh, Alexei, uh, unfortunately, due to your nature, you know the, the basics of what's happening uh, with this town. Equality is the word, uh, as far as you can gather. And also, they're trying to hold hostage a variety of people, one of which is Jonas. Now, Alexei, you have gone back into the din and chaos of the revolution while Jonas and Sinyi uh, are looking on with a minivan uh, right next to them as the uh, environment is slowly degradating even worse uh, as things are getting worse before they get better. Um, but uh, yeah, the situation you find yourself in. And also, Alexi, we'll catch up with you. Uh, I know at the end of last session, I cinematically said that you got shot with an arrow. Uh, you haven't yet. That was just as a cliffhanger. Uh, but combat is probably going to start. So you may very well get shot with an arrow still. I'm so ready. Nice. I know you are. Sorry, can um, you just say we're me and Cindy? I got a little choppy. Just where me and uh, we were in a van, you said? That's what I heard. Uh, yeah, you're right next to a van, a van that was abandoned by some stone guards uh, who were, I guess, reinforcing the situation down there. Um, and Christy is your character. I will be introducing you uh, as we discover that luck roll uh, when it seems most apropos. But any questions about the uh, situation or clarifications from last time or anything of that nature? No, I'm stoked. Great. Yeah. 
So we're actually going to start off with uh, Jonas, Sarah, and Sinyi. Uh, so Jonas, uh, uh, your daughter is watching as uh, the big man, Alexei, with a small backpack, uh, wanders into the uh, smoke here. Big man with the small backpack. <laughs> That's you, bud. Uh, and uh, Sinyi, uh, just to the other side of you, is, uh, you know, without reservation, just going through the two people that you killed's things, belongings, uh, notably of which you see that she has kind of found an iPad and is kind of looking through that. Um, and you you realize, too, that these people were armed, uh, if that's of any use to you. Um, but yeah, and this van is also right beside you. Uh, what do you do next? It's about uh, it's about noonish, I'd say. It's about midday. Okay. Um... Uh, keep looking for revolver, Sarah Bear. Let's do this. And then we're just like kind of picking for like possibly ammo that we could use. Yeah. Sinyi is actually taking over the salvage op. She kind of glances over uh, towards you and says, uh, these these people didn't seem that well armed. Yeah, well, those are those are sometimes the, the scariest ones. I can't tell if Sinyi agrees with you or not. Mm. Um, Listen. I don't know about you, but I think we should move. So you're all done scavenging? I mean, you're welcome to look, but they didn't yeah. have a lot on them. Yeah, thanks. Listen, I, I really appreciate that you're willing to uh, help me look through the list again of noticeable people. Um, he kind of like gestures to his daughter, like, we're, we're good people just on a weird list. No, I, I get it. We can, we can help each other. Um, help you? Yeah. We should go. What was the big man's name, Alexi? Yeah, everyone's heading north. I think they're all getting funneled that way. Uh, if we are to leave town, I think we should head north. Best with him, I figure. Yeah, right. Should we go grab him, maybe? Or Yeah, sounds good. Uh, how about you... She kind of looks a little obviously at your arm, and is like, I'll drive. Yeah. What, what was the look? I'm sorry, just... Sorry, it's, uh, she just kind of uh, goes towards the uh, van and gets in the driver's seat. Jonas has like a dark. There's like a bit of a darkness, not like darkness, but like a dark moment. Maybe like a like a moment of notable weakness over Jonas for a second, but then he kind of just like takes like a like a like a breath, and then I think I think maybe Sarah comes up and just grabs his hand, just holds his hand, and uh, he just kind of like nods and then walks with uh, with Sinia. Nice, Stefan. I'm feeling generous at the tip of this session here, and I want to award you an inspiration point for that role playing and juggling oh. uh, numerous characters. Julian, uh, you yeah. were—you just look so handsome today, by the way. Did I, uh, <laughs> did I okay, I've already said it before. Right. <laughs> Your money's no good here. I already heard that one. Yeah, yeah. Ass kissing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who is that voice? Who is that magical person? <laughs> We uh, jump in, or rather the camera uh, doesn't take a majestic move, but uh, just kind of dollies uh, ahead, anticipating where perhaps the van will go in through the uh, smoke, uh, which for a few seconds uh, makes for some uh, tense and perhaps even boring imagery. But we see flashes of light uh, from different uh, guns being fired, and it finally slows to a stop at uh, Alexi. Uh, you've just finished crushing uh, this steel uh, ball that gave you a slight shock uh, that you kind of feel uh, ripple for your hand, but it's no big deal here. Uh, and I need you now to make an intelligence roll, your favorite. <laughs> <laughs> intelligence. Uh, eight. 
<laughs> Eight. Okay. Um. So. Ow! Steel ball hurt, big man. With little backpack. <laughs> yeah, eight's not eight's not the worst roll. Um, but uh, yeah, so your eyes, like I like we saw last time, are drawn to this figure, this lean figure wearing a poncho. Something odd about half of his face. Uh, draw a bow and arrow, but that's all you can make. Uh, as he basically threatened you, uh, and you probably did him no, did yourself no favors by crushing this instrument of his. Uh, and now I'd like to know what you're doing next. Yeah, has he readied his bow? Yeah, with an eight, it's kind of unclear. Mm. Yeah, it's too smoky, I guess. Okay. He sort of crushes this thing in his hand. It sort of shocks him a bit. And, and I think he, like, kind of like um, like the image of, like, an elephant being scared of a mouse, like, kind of, like, jumps back a bit. Like, you know what I mean? And, like, throws <laughs> it, like, kind of throws it away. Um, I do not wish to play with your toys in the middle of the street. Maybe we can talk somewhere. Um, and as you say that, that eight is good enough to realize as you're talking here, sure enough, you've been in enough fights, uh, Alexei, that he is drawing a, uh, an arrow and he's just firing at you uh, and you are in combat. Uh, how would you like to react? And this reaction will be done with disadvantage because of that lower intelligence yeah. rule. Mm. And he's about like uh, 40 meters away, roughly. I think Alexi is just going to um, just start jogging towards him and uh, and like just turning his turning his shoulder inwards into sort of like a football tackle position. Nice. Uh, so this would be a defensive reaction of you trying to take the uh, arrow uh, in your armor here. Uh, this would be a dexterity roll uh, with disadvantage. I'll use some inspo then. Great. Even it out. Ooh, that's a 10. Um, so he rolled a 12. Uh, what that means is, uh, sure enough, Alexi, as you run, the arrow becomes clearer and clearer as it pings against your shoulder, and you kind of shudder uh, as if you're kind of uh, shook by how accurate that was. Two inches uh, up, and it would have hit your eye. Um, and you take two stamina damage. Um, and now, uh, Alexi, uh, it is your turn, and I take it you're trying to close distance. Sure am. Um, yeah, I think, uh, I think I'm just going for a full, just straight up sack. QB sack. I love it. Uh, make a strength roll first, uh, to see in your movement how much distance you can cover here. Ooh, 16. Classic rolling 60. This is your move, man. Just charging people. That's it. Um, that is fantastic. Uh, what I will say is that with that distance, uh, that will be enough that you close the distance in an action, uh, as in your turn. You close the distance in a turn, which is actually very impressive. That means you basically, I'm not sure if this is realistically possible, uh, but you scale 40 meters in about five to seven seconds. I'm, a, I'm like a metahuman nice. guy. You know, I can do yeah. that. Exactly. There's probably like, you know, what perhaps is more famous Marvel movies is the first three steps and yeah. you then just kind of are doing yeah. triple jump. Like each stride yeah. is just I'm a super lot into here. those Hulk vibes. <laughs> Very into yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, so unfortunately you don't get attacked this round, but you have just cleared the distance uh, here. Am I am um, I close enough to see this gentle sir or this gentle person? Yeah, and he doesn't look gentle. Um, mm. half of his face is uh, cybernetic. Uh, and make uh, an intelligence roll for me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Seven. 
Okay, so you can't really tell how this person is armed. Uh, like I said, they have like a cybernetic half of their head here. Um, and uh, he is a little, you know, you can tell he's a little surprised uh, that you rushed at him so quickly. Um, but that is the end of your turn uh, here. He curses uh, at you. He rolled high for that. Um, he kind of looks you over uh, very quickly. I think we figured out, uh, or John, you said that you are lightly armored and you're kind of wearing like clothing, but like kind of the predominant armor is like kind of a, a jacket, like a duster. Yeah, like some leather or hide or something like very sort of light armor. Okay. Um, so what he's uh, going to do is that he kind of uh, curses. Uh, he's drawn another arrow here and he kind of drifts to his side and he's trying to hit you uh, in the neck uh, very quickly with another arrow here. Uh, and how are you reacting? Am I close enough to just grab this thing? That would be an offensive reaction instead of a defensive reaction. That means whoever rolls higher, uh, they would do the damage. Okay, that's fine. So yeah, I'll, I'll offensively just, he just is, he's, priming that arrow and I'm just going to straight yeah. up grab the whole bow and arrow situation. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Great. Uh, great. And he's going to use inspiration on this. So am I. So whatever. Great. <laughs> what am I, what am I rolling? Uh, strength roll. Okay. I'm getting too excited. I'm throwing this thing around. 15. <laughs> 15. Yeah. Wow. You barely beat his 14. Oh yeah. I love that inspiration, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, which means that uh, you are successful, uh, but he only takes one stamina damage because, uh, you know, his attack counts as his defense in this case. Um, so I'm kind of like bear hugging him, like just grabbing him and, and I've got all of it sandwiched in between us. No, uh, you could make your move to do a full-on bear hug, but okay. right now you've disrupted his weaponry and his attack, and you're just ready to grapple. But that's going to be now your turn to decide how you wish yeah, to. Yeah, I think uh, I'm continues. just gonna. I just want to like just just reduce the 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 tension of this situation or increase it. Who knows? By uh, just straight up bear hugging this guy, just getting him in in the in the jail of Alexi. Great. <laughs> Uh, so yes, uh, this will be a, a strength roll, and he's going to try to uh, wriggle out of it. He's using another inspiration. I don't even need it, dude. That's a that's a natural six right there, friend. Sixteen. Yeah. He also rolled. He rolled two sixes. Uh, oh okay. baby. So oh, he wow. ties, uh, which means it goes to the defender uh, here. And what that means is is that he is able to, uh, you try to grapple him, and he manages to just duck underneath. He's lost his bow and arrow, which is the good news for you. Uh, but he just kind of backs up a couple feet there. After he does that, you can kind of hear uh, underneath his breath. He, he says, my fight isn't with you, Catalyst. Just leave this town. I don't want to kill you. Huh. Uh, Alexi just sort of uh, stoops down and picks up his bow and arrow. Just says, um, if your fight is not with we with me, why are you using these toys against me? And you, I don't want to like just like break it over my knee. <laughs> <laughs> sure, I'll allow this like an out of combat move. Uh, I need you to make a uh, strength roll. I love it. Let's keep it up. F Fifteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With a fifteen, uh, make a luck roll. Okay. Let's get a let's get a splinter in this guy's eye by shattering it over my knee. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Fifteen. 
That's still very, very good. Uh, it's not going to splinter his eye, but you are going to break his bow. Uh, the reason why I need that luck roll is that I imagine this was made out of, you know, it's not a wooden bow. It's a pretty fancy bow. So oh, okay. even a 15, that would do, you know, it's uncertain. But yes, you, uh, with some effort, you know, you smash against your knee and then you pull on it. And you full on a break in this beyond compare. And one of the, uh, you know, the bowstring kind of twangs a little pleasurably uh, sound wise. Uh, but then another piece of it kind of hits the cybernetic side of his face. And he just full on grimaces at you as if you've really, really pissed him off here. <laughs> <laughs> and the camera, uh, again, zooms by or cuts to rather uh, Jonas and Sinyi and Sarah. Uh, Sinyi points us out to you, Jonas, as uh, you were probably making sure Sarah's strapped in or Sarah's distracting you or something. Uh, but she kind of points uh, and, uh, you know, a, a little more frantically than you've ever seen Sinyi uh, speak and say, like, he's probably fine, right? They're fighting. Do you want to go kill the guy he's fighting? Yeah, maybe. Maybe we should step out and make sure everything's okay. I, I don't have, like, a rag or anything. I'd rather not step out there. These fumes are bad. Uh, maybe we can pick him up real quick, get him in. I can drive by if you can convince him. I, uh... <laughs> Jonas pulls out a... No, that, that sounds threatening. Whatever. He pulls out his gun. I could support him. And I pulled out my gun. Pulled out my gun. As uh, Sydney says, like, All right, I'll do a U-turn. Better let him know that we're coming. As uh, he's, she's accelerating and is going to uh, drive past them, turn around, and kind right. of, you know go past them, but closer uh, and head towards north here. So then can I do like a roll down the window and yell out the window kind of thing when we get closer? Like, like, hey, big man, get in kind of thing. Yeah, you can do that now or later. Uh, you're that that would work either way. OK, uh, I'm going to make it frantic, so I'll do it later. <laughs> great, great. Um, great. So we've got uh, Christy, your character we haven't met yet, observing. Uh, we've got uh, the minivan team of uh, Sydney, Jonas, and Sarah uh, circling around here. You're late for soccer class. Uh, soccer soccer class. Class. Okay. Soccer class. Not soccer practice. Julian, yeah, you played a lot of soccer sports. class. Kids, do you want your popsicles? Get the hell inside the van. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Christy? <laughs> Losing inspiration. Losing inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm down to three. <laughs> Great. Uh, so uh, we cut back to the action here as uh, Havoc is just uh, glowering at you, uh, Lexi, as you've broken uh, his bow here. He's just going to kind of mutter, so be it. Uh, and he draws from his side uh, a silenced pistol uh, that he is just going to start just like firing at you, going up your torso. Uh, how would you like to react to that? Um, do I see the van coming? This is a perfect moment for hearing, Hey, big man, get in the van! All right, so I'll just take, I'll just, I think what I'm going to do is I'm just going to take the broken pieces of his bow and just try to just strafe the shot, like just try to get out of the way and just whip the pieces at him. Okay, uh, so I, what I'm reading from that, you'll actually be doing a defensive reaction first, which is just dodging out of the way. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just a strafe, and then that follow-up attack would be possibly your action. Okay. Cool. Uh, so this would be a dexterity roll, please. Big dex. Here we go. Inspo. He's Oop. also using inspo. I don't even need it. First roll was a six. Second roll was oh, a five. God. Just rolling what hot. What you stop rolling oh. a six? Just rolling hot. Um, so 12. Oh, 12. Yeah, that's my that deck is, is only six. I thought, sorry, I got caught up in the strength thing. That is not enough. He rolled a 16. Oh, boy. 
yeah, uh, he is spending shots here. Uh, so you take four stamina damage okay. and you are also injured. Okay. So uh, what happens here uh, for Lexi, and you know, I, I preface this with catalysts are better at healing than most people. Um, injuries are no less severe when they happen, but unlike humans who have to have like doctors see to them and have quite a bit of uh, extended rest to heal up, with a catalyst that is not the case. Uh, so despite the fact I'm going to give you an injury here, it's, uh, you know, this could be curtains for a regular person, but by no means is it curtains for Alexi here. Uh, Alexi, mm-hmm. I'm going to give you the uh, cr- uh, severe injury. Uh, there's minor injuries and in severe, uh, and that means you're going to start uh, with this at five notches um, uh, out of seven, uh, a possible seven. Uh, and the injury is going to be just like a, you know, a ruptured neck. Um, as uh, two of these bullets, uh, as he just spends it's clear that you're a threat to him. Uh, just fires three that kind of get lodged in your armor that we're not going to worry about because it's kind of a small caliber gun, but two that just ripple for your lower neck and your upper neck and just start, you just start feeling like, Oh God, like blood is going to start coming out uh, as uh, he's make contact there. Uh, and I also need you to make an endurance roll. I was actually going to say, while this is happening out of the smoke, can an arrow just fly at the guy who's just like um, shot the fire? Shots fired. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. you can definitely uh, act uh, next for sure. Yeah, John, what'd you roll in that endur- endurance roll, and then we'll get. Yeah, to I was gonna one. ask, uh, how do I roll that? Oh yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, this would be a Constitution <laughs> right, save right. for me, please. Yeah. Constitution, another inspo. I'm just burning through them. Great. Honestly, don't Use need them. them. Roll the five. Um, uh, so that is 15. Uh, great. So what endurance uh, means, first of all, is that on a grievous attack like that, which is a very grievous attack, you make endurance check to make sure your character can still act next turn. With a 15, you're used to this, Alexi. Yeah, you can definitely act. There's okay. no penalty, uh, despite the fact that, you know, you're starting to bleed from your neck, but you can keep on trucking along. Um, but before we uh, see what happens next, uh, yeah, Stefan, is there anything you want to add oh, to this? Oh, well, I... I... I just wanted to add like a glory, like a like a like a flavor moment for Alexi. You see, like a little the camera shows like a little mouse like scurrying along the street, and it's just going by Alexi's foot. But then you see like like Alexi like there's the, the step that Alexi should take is right onto the mouse. No, you don't see that stamp it's actually, the mouse. And no, and he no, no, moves no, but, his foot at the last no, second. Yeah, but like and then and then the camera looks up and you see that like he he sees this and calculates the mouse is that there. The mouse, and tries the to mouse, dodge. like he goes to put his foot down. Then the mouse looks at him like, mm, and then he yeah. looks at the mouse like, oh, and then he yeah. nods with his foot. But okay. it's just like he's just such a good guy that even in a moment like this, he's like he's like thinking about the mouse and then get shot. But then there's like a rat that fires three little pins at this mouse (laughs) and one sits with the neck. (laughs) And then the reason why the mouse got shot is because he was looking at like an ant and he was going to step and and he didn't move. Yeah, okay, We got it, we got it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Down to the amoeba who didn't know it was all going to end this way. It's it's a mathematical campaign, folks. It's a sine wave for a reason. This is it. (laughs) <laughs> um, and at this point in the background of you, Alexi, you know, uh, Sinyi is doing like a, a U-turn here as the van is coming around. And uh, Christy, your character, if you wish, uh, can uh, make the shot. So, uh, Christy, uh, yeah, this would just be a regular dexterity roll. As uh, I did roll for this character's intelligence, and it's high enough that, you know, you're not going to get him completely unawares here. He's just going to be rolling with disadvantage. And also, might as well tell me now, where are you aiming for? His neck. His neck? Great. Yeah. 
<laughs> Show them how it feels. Yeah, yeah. This is a D6, right? Yes. Yeah. Only luck rolls are D20s. The rest are all D6s. Use it an inspo, baby. Yeah. Right. Good thing not. I did. <laughs> Didn't make a difference. Eight. So you you actually miss uh, as uh, you fire here, uh, and you know it's okay. You're level one. Um, as it kind of uh, flies just in front of him, uh, as he kind of uh, glances to his side there uh, as you fire. Uh, this man who kind of clocks that uh, is uh, now uh, kind of uh, backing up a little bit and kind of sidestepping here uh, as he puts away his gun and pulls out something else. Uh, it looks like either. Uh, you know, another little ball or a grenade of some kind. Um, and uh, he just says, I'm telling you, Enforcer, there's a lot more danger in there than out there. You best move. Uh, as uh, with that, he's not even waiting for a reply and he's just throwing uh, something uh, that sort of rolls. And wouldn't you know it, more smoke is just uh, kind of erupting uh, towards uh, you and kind of the middle distance uh, between you both here. Uh, what is your uh, response? Yeah, I think like I would just say for flavor, just sort of as his silhouette just sort of disappears throughout the in the smoke. Um, you see Alexi like remove his hand from his neck and it's kind of covered in blood. And Alexi just sort of like chuckles and just says, uh, see you soon as he sort of like steps back into the smoke. combat has ended uh, it would seem but actually christy maybe not necessarily you miss with the first arrow this man's making a retreat uh not really a lot of smoke is following him but again which is the environment it's becoming quite smoky uh if you wanted to you could fire after him if you wish no okay so uh, uh the next thing from your point of view christy is this minivan pulls up kind of a screeching stop to just behind uh this towering enforcer here and uh you know a side door kind of wings open there uh and uh clearly jonas sinew sarah you're now on the scene yeah you see the door open jonas jumps out and he's gonna look back he's gonna he's gonna look up he's gonna see this man like just bleeding out but just like resolute i'm imagining like like yeah. alexi's just standing there bleeding out and just i guess just taking it and i'm gonna i, I guess jonas looks back to sarah Sarah, get the pack, and then and then Jonas is gonna like run towards uh, um, Alexi. So seeing this guy bleeding out, who also missed the mouse, this has been very <laughs> very endearing. <laughs> because I have sneak, I hope that like through the smoke and everything, she could have gone up and just like been watching, and she sees mm. how bad the wound is, and she's just gonna kind of like pop out and go, "Oh, I could fix that." Oh, uh. Uh, yes, please, please help us. Yes. Great. As, uh, yeah, uh, I mean, if you wish, Alexi, you can definitely head in this van. It'll be a little bit of, like, you can fit in. It's going to be tight. But, you know, almost in a way, thank God it's a minivan because, you know, there's bigger space back there. As he's being sort of led into this minivan, you can see he kind of never takes his eyes off of the direction that the the dude with the bow and arrow sort of ran away. And he sort of is stepping backwards into the van. Uh, say that before... Uh, like I want to be the last one to enter the van and and essentially encounter uh, um, this new this newcomer before she enters the van. Can I make a stealth roll against hers uh, to uh, to pull to pull my gun out very secretly? Yeah. So this that should be an intelligence roll on Christie's end, uh, and uh, for you this would be a, a dexterity or intelligence roll for you, Stefan. Uh, I rolled a thirteen. Great. Fourteen, baby. Oh, nice. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, so you see him doing this, uh, Chrissy. So, you know, uh, you can respond or alert uh, people to this however you wish. Nice. I don't want her just to quietly, like, out of nowhere, you see that she has a knife up to you now, too. And she goes, don't test me. Are you a threat? She looks down at the knife that she's holding. <laughs> I'm assuming you saw me draw my gun. But are you, I have my daughter in there. Are you here to just kill us like that other one? Not here to kill you. But yes, I am a threat. Right, but not to us. Not yet. And then she puts her little knife back in her pocket. <laughs> right. Jonas, Jonas kind of puts the gun back in his holster and he just kind of like, he doesn't entirely know how to take of that. And then she winks at him and jumps in the car. Yeah, okay. And then just kind of go into the van himself. Cindy is pretty quick to not like wildly accelerate, like pedal to the metal, but kind of like somewhat cautiously, right? Cindy's not trying to run anyone over or be too suspicious. Uh, you also notice that Cindy, uh, partially because Louise is not here, is pretty distracted. There is a radio uh, in this um, in this minivan that's clearly like kind of like a cop radio kind of deal because this was used by the Stone Guards, and she has already connected her headphones into it and is listening in to something. So she is very distracted. Um, as you start uh, heading north here uh, with, uh, I assume you're all probably kind of crammed in the back if you all kind of jumped in the back here. Just so everyone knows, the way that injury works in sign is that, yes, uh, adding pressure to the wound is key, but uh, there will need to be some immediate uh, kind of dressing if anyone has that, uh, you know, ability, uh, just so we can be stabilized. Because right now it is an unstable wound, which means it'll just get worse over time. Um, right. I think Alexi um, sprawled out on the on the back. You know, there's yeah. the three seater part at the very back of the minivan. He's kind of like got his arms over, draped over the sides um, of of the seats uh, on the headrests. And uh, Alexi just sort of um, uh, goes into his backpack and grabs like this sort of bottle. Um, you can't really tell what's in it. Just this like clear, undescript liquid. Um, and uh, he just sort of um, he. Um, Pour some on his neck, and uh, and then takes a swig, um, <laughs> nice. and it just goes like, ah, oh. so who is this new friend traveling with us? I will say for those who have medicine, that is not stabilized. <laughs> <laughs> now I have medicine, so am I able to start cleaning and like fixing his wound really quick? Yes, if you want to make an intelligence or wisdom roll for me, Christy, uh, you can get to work on that as the scene continues. I've got a 10. That's enough. Obviously, you want some bandage. You want to make like a, like make sure the wound is clean, that there's no like bullet or shrapnel sticking out there. Uh, but then, yeah, it's good that he drank, I guess, if he's considered in pain. It will thin the blood, and that's not good. But, um, but anyways, yeah, if you just want to be working over the next 15 minutes to address this wound, you can definitely do that. I just kind of want you to see her like kind of like crawl into the van and she sees Sarah and gets really still. I'm going to I'm going to say Sarah kind of has a similar reaction just cuz it's someone new, just like a second of like but then maybe gives kind of like a like a smile, like a hi. Fenrir just looks at her and goes uh, I'm um you you should put on your seatbelt. Uh, and like is very uncomfortable and just like crawls to the back and then you know kind of shakes it off and looks at Alexi and it's just like so do you mind and she pulls out some like gauze that's like made of leaves <laughs> uh, 
Alexi, uh, Alexi just sort of like looks over and uh, says like, Do I mind? Uh, I'm bleeding from the neck over here. <laughs> I, will, I will take any assistance. <laughs> I think Jonas, who just watched all this, like that, that interaction with Sarah, especially, just, just going to just be like, He's sitting on the other end watching this new person with like kind of sharp eyes, just 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 watching this newcomer and just kind of, hey Sarah, come here, like like the gesture to sit beside him. Uh, Sarah just kind of climbs to the to the front uh, or the middle, uh, and she just kind of taps you on the uh, leg, uh, Alexi, and says, "Glad you're okay." He again takes his hand off his neck and it's like really covered in blood and sort of like pats her on the shoulder and is like, uh, <laughs> "Of course I'm okay. Are you okay?" Yeah, she kind of looks at her, like, raincoat that now has blood on it. Yeah, and Alexi sort of notices that she looks at her shoulder, and he clocks it that he's put blood all over her nice yellow raincoat. Uh, And he tries to, like, rub it off, and then it just smears down the arm, and now that arm is just, like, a weird orangey (laughs) color. Fenrir starts, like, wrapping. Can you hold still? She starts, like, wrapping his giant neck. You've got a thick neck. It's much thicker than my neck. I've only ever done this on myself. Sorry, at this juncture, we are well overdue that Christy would drop in the name Fenriel. We we need a description of this uh, character, please, if you don't mind going into detail. All right. So what the party sees is this, um, you know, scrappy looking. She's like a mix between steampunk meets a ragged wood nymph. So all of her clothes, <laughs> like she's dirty and she's like got a little bit of like you know, smudging on her nose and her forehead. And she's wearing gloves that are quite tattered. Um, and uh, she's got earmuffs because, um, you know, just around her, they're very tattered as well. Everything about her is tattered. Imagine like tank girl meets squirrel girl. And um, <laughs> she's wearing like, um, she's got a vest with a, just a ton of pockets and uh, very like scrappy looking pants. And she just does and like boots that are made for walking because that's just what they'll do. And um, she's got a bow um, that is obviously handmade. Everything on her is handmade. Pouches and things like that slung around her back and a, a, a small um, like bag of things that are her life necessities. And you can see in this coat that she's wearing because um, she's got this like kind of, uh, again, raggedy um, zip up coat there's a thing moving around on her chest back and forth like around and you once in a while you can see it peeking out there's like a little face but then it goes back into like under her hair or around her hood and whatnot but she keeps eyeing Sarah especially with the blood fresh on her coat she is just very that keeps like her eyes keep flashing there this is uh this is part of my arc because I can't seem to hold on to the accent, but every once in a while her accent <laughs> changes because she's been in the woods by herself for a very long time and uh, she hasn't talked to anybody else. So like So she's like, developed a woodland her accent. Her own woodland, woodland accent. accent. Yeah. It's a mix awesome. of Irish and British. Awesome. <laughs> Probably more British by the end. Nice. <laughs> it's Brirish. It's yeah, Brirish. Yeah. So she's done rapping. Alexi's neck and mm. she just kind of looks at everybody and goes so where are you headed I'm just gonna like just kind of flat out who are you why'd you get in a van with four random people well your friend here was bleeding out of his neck quite profusely it's true I was I know some medicine thought I 
might get a free ride. Fair enough. Yeah, that's that's fair. Also, it's very loud there. It's very loud. And uh, this is faster than going on my feet. Yeah, that's true. I noticed you like to look at my daughter a lot, and I'm wondering why that is. We just get a shot of her, like, uncomfortable face, and then next to her we see, like, Alexi just kind of be like, bloop, with the bottle in his hand. <laughs> Take, like, a little... He's like, yeah. oh, I don't want to get involved with this. <laughs> Maybe like from the front, you see like the like the uh, like a uh, Sydney's eyes look like the rearview mirror, just like like you know what I mean. Like, you yeah, see she them, looks like, in the rearview mirror and then she like leans over and turns the radio up a bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, Fenrir is just gonna s- get quiet for a second and look at him and say, "She's yours." Yeah, she's mine. She's she's my daughter. She looks at Sarah and goes. Well, aren't you one of the lucky ones? It's just, it's been a long time since I've, since I've seen one so, so little. Jonas just picks the, picks up the cue and just goes like, that's, that's fine. Yeah, that's okay. We don't, uh, I was just. Fenrir kind of like shakes it off a little bit and looks at Sarah and goes, do you want to see something? (laughs) Well, yeah. (laughs) Do you? Do you like animals? There's the British. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I love animals. Remember we saw that abandoned zoo before, but then like, oh, just all these weasels had taken over. There are so many weasels. Oh, weasels. They're the worst. They were the best. Oh, I know what you're talking about. The weasel zoo. Yeah, New York. Yeah, yes. the of New York. Yeah. I've been there. There's so many. Oh, they man. are running around like crazy. Who would not believe? They're everywhere. Uh, and then jo- Jonas is going to look down to Sarah. Would you like to? Would you like to see uh, an animal, Sarah Bear? I don't know why we're teasing me so much. I clearly want to see an animal. Yes. Let me ask you first. Have you <sighs> ever met a foxel? She looks like she's searching, like and thinking. She looks up to her dad, as in, like, is that a thing? Can I make a roll to see if I know what a foxel is? Make uh, make an intelligence or wisdom roll. Uh, that's 11. Oh, yeah. Make a luck roll. Okay, cool. Let's see if I've encountered one. 10. <laughs> <laughs> Real. <laughs> might have, might not have. Flip a coin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the name sounds familiar, but you don't know what it is. As in, you've heard it in passing, as in, like, foxel pelts and that kind of thing. But uh, you've never seen one. Uh, I'm gonna give like a la- like like a kind of a lazy smile as I look down to to Sarah and just kind of like just give like a like a shrug like a you'll find out kind of shrug right like the fun is coming up soon <laughs> kind of shrug <laughs> and Sarah then looks towards uh, you Fenriel her eyes like magnetized and then Fenriel just goes <laughs> and out of her <laughs> out of her coat comes. Fennec, her foxel. <laughs> now, Fennec is a very small um, fox-owl hybrid that was made by the Sears. He is a Xeno. And I'm going to read the description that Julian sent me today because he's amazing. Um, so, <laughs> foxels um, are just a mix between a barn owl and a red fox. And they walk on four legs, but they have a tail, but they also have a uh, Wings. These are wings. Uh, visual bits. And um, <laughs> they have uh, talons and can do things like they're, they're predators, so they, they hunt at night. And um, they, uh, 
they're very, very um, shy creatures, but they will come and form a bond with a person if uh, under certain circumstances. And maybe one day you'll learn about our bonding experience. Cool. But um, yeah, and but mine being a runt of his litter is white and silver, like a fennec fox kind of style and a snowy owl, but he's got the full beak. Cool. Like a griffin, like a little tiny griffin with a fox exactly. body. Exactly. Like yeah, think, yeah, yeah. think Hedwig meets um, a white fox. Uh, cool. Uh, that's cool. So can I say like Sarah like looks up like like you know and it's like the sparkle in the eyes and Sarah's like oh my god can I can I can I pet him? Well, that depends on what he wants. <laughs> right. Right. Um, can I pet you? <laughs> like she like like kind of just says that to like maybe like it like I don't know maybe she knows better but maybe she just has like a silly second where she's just so caught up in the moment <laughs> and so Fenriel just goes and like um, kind of encourages Fennec to come down her her arm and sniff at Sarah and she goes it's fine it's okay. Yes. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I'm gonna have. I'm, I think Sarah's just gonna like, kind of like, like, stroke the fur. Oh. Just, like, I don't know if he likes that. He's just letting her smell her. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. Then, uh, then, like, put put a hand out to like let it, let uh let smell. I think he's a little tenuous. Like he's gonna let her touch his like his ear, but then pull back and go underneath my my jacket. Yeah. Yeah, I guess Sarah, Sarah just even, like, touching anything. I imagine Sarah just, like, just kind of, like, like, wow. And just, like, it's just, yeah. She looks and goes, his name is Fen, and my, uh, Fennec, and my name is Fenriel. You can call us both Fen if you want. I don't know why I'm British all of a sudden. <laughs> I told you, yeah. this would happen. This would happen. Fennec. It's your, it's your woodland accent. It's my woodland accent. Yeah, yeah. I, so I guess Sarah's gonna get into her like like energy. She's just gonna like literally just get up from her seat and then sit right beside you, just like just hang out like right next to you and just be like, "Wow, how so? How'd you meet? Like, where'd you where'd you get him? What like? Oh, oh, you're quite close. Um, I didn't expect you to come that close. Um, oh, I'm sorry. And then like, I I'm also she's... not ready to be pet. <laughs> like, she's kind of <laughs> shuffles a little bit. And then does she hit? Alexi, because he's on the other Definitely. side. Definitely, yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, <laughs> as she as she bumps into Alexi, you can see that Alexi is just sort of in this like strange, sort of like meditative like um, mm. uh, place with his eyes closed. I'm not, I'm not used to this many people. <laughs> Sarah's just going to return back beside Jonas. I imagine she just she didn't want. She's like, oh, sorry. As uh, we cut to its side and we start to see as you leave Limestone, mm. uh, there is perhaps a distant thunder uh, and uh, the clouds open up and it starts to patter and rain, uh, which mm. hits the top of the vehicle uh, as you head north here mm. towards the uh, Thousand Islands area. <laughs> um, can, can I just yeah. say that I think I think Sarah's just going to be like, oh, I got I'm not even out in it. And I got my... <laughs> She's like looks down to her raincoat and boots. <laughs> yeah, that's great. I think on, upon hearing that, Alexi um, reaches uh, into the middle of the van and just sort of like pull, like uh, presses the button, or I don't know if this is a newish sort of van. Mm. Yeah, rolls newish, down, yeah. rolls down the middle window. Sarah's gonna give just like a like like maybe just grace Alexi with just a kind smile, like a thank you in a way. Yeah, nice. 
And on that note, folks, on that very lovely note, uh, away from the violence of limestone and into the unknown, uh, let's let's take a break. Sign is a tabletop role-playing game created by Jason Ox and myself, Julian Frid. This podcast is recorded in Toronto, Canada, and is edited and produced by Julian Frid, featuring myself as the handler, Jonathan Sconza as Alexi, Louisa Zhu as Sinyi, Stefan Till as Jonas, and Christy Bolton as Fenriel. Opening theme by Justin Malecki, with additional tracks created and performed by Justin Malecki, Julian Frid, and Liam O'Doherty. To learn more about Sign, visit signuniverse.com and join our mailing list for news about our upcoming sourcebook on Kickstarter. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at the Sign Universe, all one word. You can also find Sign Adventures and other media on our YouTube channel. Sign is a part of the Fable and Folly podcast network, with recording provided by Zencaster. If you like what you hear, please do like, share, and subscribe. But most importantly, thank you for listening. End recording. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. When Kilner accepted the job of smuggling escaped heiress Samantha Trapp across the galaxy, she expected the job to be over and done with quickly. But now, they're stuck with each other, and they have a job to do. Think of Automnicon as a sort of student loan company. You take a loan from them, and then they own you until you've paid it off with interest. So all I have to do is pay off my debt? Fine, I can do that. How much do I owe? 900,027 credits. And counting. You're stuck here, with me, to work it off. We Fix Space Junk is a sci-fi sitcom from Battlebird Productions, featuring Travelling by Cryo. Don't worry if you feel like you're drowning. That's perfectly normal. Wait, what? Aliens from across the galaxy. Greetings, visitors. Is that popcorn? Hello, Your Excellency. AIs. Dad, how do I do air? You're already doing it automatically. Calm down. And, of course, thrilling and exciting missions in outer space. Hello, valued employees. Here are the details for your next exciting mission. You will be repairing a device redacted in or at the location redacted. We Fix Space Junk is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever else you get your podcasts. Subscribe, consume, integrate, indoctrinate, assimilate, degenerate, and watch your body decay into a faceless husk as your mind floats aimlessly in space. Register your interest with Automicon now.